You're listening to episode 274 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be talking about how to have compassion for someone who hurt you. And this is tough, right? This can be really, really tough. And we've all had moments where somebody has hurt us and we don't necessarily want to have compassion for somebody else. And this can actually go to the other extreme as well. Sometimes you can have so much compassion for someone that it can almost be hard to move forward from it or you can almost justify someone's poor behavior because you have so much compassion for them. So it's it's a delicate balance sometimes, but it can be a lot easier. I will always argue that it's a lot easier and um usually healthier to move through life with as much compassion as possible. And if you can view things, you've heard me say this before, if you've listened to the podcast uh, for a while about viewing things through a lens of compassion. So if you are telling yourself a story about why someone did what they did or, you know, does what they do or whatever, whether it's like past or present, uh, present tense, whatever that is, if, if you can, instead look at that as okay if if I didn't know the full story which we never generally do we think that we do but we can't see inside someone's head so if we are telling ourselves a particular story about why someone has behaved the way that they have if you choose to look at that through a lens of compassion it doesn't mean justifying poor behavior or excusing it or anything like that. It just means coming at it from a different perspective and being able to hold multiple truths because you can also have a huge amount of compassion for someone and recognize that they might not be the best fit in your life anymore. Whether it's a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, a colleague, a friend, um, potentially even a family member. Like there are so many different areas where this comes in and it could be it could be a stranger on the street that we pass by that we can end up having compassion for this is such a beautiful thing to cultivate to to be able to cultivate more compassion in your life is not only going to serve you but it's going to serve all of the people that you come into contact with as well and when we can see someone as a human being with their own struggles and on their own journey, trying to, to find their way and navigating life just like you, when you can see someone in all of their humanness like that, it will allow you to heal and to let go rather than holding on to and, and gripping basically like, like that death grip, gripping onto old hurts and keeping your ego running the show for you. 
because that's ultimately what it comes down to a lot of the time. It can be our ego. And I will never, you know, like bash the ego because we, we have an ego for a reason and it's there to protect us. It's there to um, give us enough confidence to try new things, to move through the world, right? But it can get in the way when we allow it to take over and we have to be really conscious of that. That's, that's another sort of very fine line. So let's unpack this a little more around how to have compassion for somebody who has maybe wronged you or hurt you in, in some way, because there's a few things to consider in these types of situations. Number one is that we all have stories, right? I'm going to bring it back to this about the stories. We all have beliefs and perspectives that not only influence how we view ourselves and our relationships with others, but how we look at the world. It, and every single one of us has this. We all have stories. We all have experiences. We all have had relationships, <clears throat> sorry, that have changed and shifted how we show up in the world. And even like cultural experiences, there, there's so many different layers to this. But the good news is those stories and beliefs are within your control to change. And, and you can alter and shift them once you can identify what they are. And that's the really important part here. Nobody is expecting you to, you know, change your entire belief system overnight, but just bringing the awareness to it and being much more conscious of these types of stories when you can feel yourself creating a story about something that has happened or about someone, uh, right? We can then start to recognize, okay, wait, is that actually true? Right. And then number two here that we're leading into is again, sort of choosing to view a situation through a lens of compassion. I'm going to really challenge you to think from different angles here because you've likely created that story right in, in your head as to why someone did something or, or how they're, they're feeling. But is that 100% true? Are you absolutely certain? And how can you be sure? Like the reality is that we will never know for sure what's going on in somebody's life or why they do what they do, why they, be, why they behave a particular way. And don't assume that you know. And that's tough, right? But when we can realize that we think we might know based on the stories and beliefs that, that we carry with us as, as we move through the world, because we all do this as part of that humanness, right? That, that key piece here is the recognition, it's the recognition and acknowledgement of the stories that we're carrying and going, okay, I'm looking at this particular person, this situation, this experience, whatever, with all of my own stories and experiences shading this whole situation. And then think when we, when we start to view things through more of a lens of compassion, then start to think about the other potential possibilities. And sometimes the biggest acceptance is acknowledging that not everything will make sense. And that's a tough pill to swallow. That's hard because we want, we want all the answers. <laughs> we want to, to know all the things. We want to be able to have all of the answers. We, we want to know everything. And we can have so many questions come up and we just want to understand. I've had this so many times where I will look at, at the way that someone has behaved or um, maybe I feel that I was mistreated in a particular situation or something like that. And I, I just want to understand why they did what they did. And maybe it's just, you know, that natural curiosity of me, but, but humans in general, we are very curious beings. We want to be able to have all of the pieces of the puzzle so that everything makes sense in our brains. 
but that won't always be the case. That simply will not always be the case. We, we won't always have all of the answers. And then in order to move forward, we have to end up letting that go a little bit and having compassion maybe for somebody without having all of the pieces of the puzzle. And that's tougher. That's absolutely tougher. But number three here about how to, to have more compassion is give the benefit of the doubt while also acknowledging your own truth and boundaries. This is important because we can absolutely give people the benefit of the doubt. That's a beautiful thing. That, that's a beautiful thing to be able to gift someone. That does not mean that we can end up just, you know, not having any boundaries and letting people walk, walk all over us either. It's a very important distinction here. We can have compassion for someone. And again, also still simultaneously acknowledge that they might not have a place in our life because maybe they cross our boundaries or maybe they are not uh, honest. Maybe they don't show up in an honest way. And, and we do, and that's a very important core value to us. Do you want that in your life then? If you, if you are aware that someone maybe doesn't always show up telling the truth and they have given you indications and, and you've seen signs of the fact that they don't tell you the truth on a regular basis and that they continue to not tell you the truth, even after you've maybe communicated, had, you know, some hard conversations with them about it, then you can have compassion with them for them without necessarily allowing them to continue to have that place in your life. Doesn't mean you kick them out of your life. Maybe it just means that they move a little bit farther out of your inner circle. Maybe that's the solution. That's up to you. But another really important thing here, which leads me to number four, is to realize that you too have made mistakes. That's another really key piece here is that it's so easy to point fingers, right? So easy to point fingers at everybody else. But when we're pointing some, a finger at somebody else, there's three more pointing back at us. And we have to keep that in mind. And when we can do that, it becomes a little bit easier to have compassion for somebody else while also acknowledging that we have to have compassion for ourselves too, because that can also be a slippery slope. If, if we, if we really sink into that in terms of the, the one finger pointing out and the three back at us, we can start to really beat ourselves up. Like that can go down a rabbit hole if you allow it to and go, okay, well, I, I could have done this differently. I should have done this differently you were probably doing the best you could with the information that you had at the time. That again, does not excuse poor behavior for you either. So that's a learning experience. But as long as you can take that and, and learn from it and grow from it and have that approach to that with that lens of compassion for yourself too, that's really, really powerful. That's powerful. Number five, when it comes to having compassion for someone who hurt you is to ask yourself a few different questions. Ask yourself, are you holding on to them? Are you holding on to the story that you're creating about them because it's more comfortable to be the victim? Or are you holding on to who and what you believed them to be and what they represented for you too? Maybe this person represented uh, a sense of safety or security for you. Maybe this person represented... Um, Oh gosh, there could be so many different things. Like, like maybe you have, have wrapped your happiness up in this person and someone can make you happy 
without being your entire source of happiness. And I talked about that a little bit in the the cultivating self-worth episode. I'll reference it in the show notes. I think it's really important to, to bring that up because when we are looking outside of ourselves to somebody to provide our entire sense of safety, security, happiness, like these are it's kind of some of the most common things that, that we look for sometimes, almost subconsciously as humans that we look for in other people. And those are beautiful things to cultivate with those people, with these important relationships in our life. I'm not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that because we, we are wired for human connection and a huge part of human connection involves all of those beautiful things that we can create with somebody else, but we can't source our entire sense of security, happiness, certainty uh, from somebody else. We still have to be able to cultivate that from within for ourselves and then other people add to that. It's, it's like a dessert on top of a beautiful meal. We have to be able to, to create more of that for ourselves too. So we have to ask ourselves some really honest questions here. If, if we're having difficulty having compassion for somebody, are we just holding on to them? Are we more attached to the stories that we've created about them and around them than we are about our own truth? And have we made it so that it's, it's so much more about us than it is about them that we're, we're actually blocking ourselves from having that compassion for somebody else. And number six here is that when it comes to letting go of all old hurts, there's a beautiful quote that I found from uh, Jung Pablo. And it's, if the pain was deep, you will have to let it go many times. And that's important. I, I'm also going to reference a, a, a couple different um, episodes that I've done about letting go as well that have been really, really popular. But I do think that it's important to acknowledge that because sometimes we can have these moments of um, just thinking, okay, you know, it's, it's just, just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. And then we get frustrated because it's like, okay, why can't I let this, this thing go? Why can't I let this person go, this idea go? If the pain was deep, you're probably going to have to let it go time and time and time again. You're almost going to have to practice letting go of that particular person or that particular thing because that can partly show the, the depth of and the quality of the feelings that you had around that person or that thing. And that's okay. It's you, we're, we're not robots, right? We're, we're not meant to just snap our fingers and just be able to instantaneously let something go. That's not how we're built. So when we can realize that it's okay to have to let something go over and over and over again, and that you can meet new layers of yourself and new depths of yourself every time you let it go again and again, how beautiful is that, right? Then it actually turns into something really powerful where it's, it's a learning experience where you get to continue to learn more and more about yourself along the way. But this is a process and it takes time and it takes having compassion for yourself first and foremost. And when someone does something to hurt you, you can almost look at it as thanking them for the lessons. You can almost energetically do that. If, if you're somebody who maybe meditates or something like that, or you're just, you know, taking a moment of, of stillness or maybe you're journaling or something like that. And you're, you're really thinking about um, this situation with somebody who, who hurt you. Think about thanking them for those lessons. 
you don't have to do it in real life. <laughs> you don't have to tell them to your face. You can just sort of, you know, think it to yourself or, or write it down or just sort of energetically think about it and to thank them for those lessons as you are moving forward. And fully stepping into that was a bit of a mantra um, for me at, when I was releasing, you know, old, old relationships and stuff. That was one of the biggest parts of being able to create closure within myself in the wake of ending, um, you know, previous relationships, especially the, the nine year relationship that I was in, because people will come into your life for different reasons. And they might be there to love you, to test you, to push you in new ways. And some of them are going to hurt you along the way, just as we will all end up inevitably doing to, to other people at times too. That's a, something else to remember here is that for as many times as you have been hurt, you have hurt somebody else too. You might just not be aware of it all the time. So that's something to keep in mind as well. And that can actually potentially allow us to have a little bit more compassion because we've been on both sides, whether you realize it or not. And some people can come into our lives for a longer period of time, or maybe they'll only stay just long enough for a brief encounter. But no matter what, they all provide lessons. They provide an opportunity for growth and resilience and strength to develop. And what if you flipped the script about how to view some of these people in your life? So when something happens to hurt you or someone causes you pain, what if it's actually happening for you? And then we can thank them for those lessons and begin to take those lessons with us as we progress. This does not mean, I need to be clear, this does not mean that you bypass your pain. We, we don't do that here. <laughs> we don't do that here. I talked about that in the depression episode as well. I'll reference all of these in the show notes. Um, but we, we do not bypass the pain. You have to feel it. You have to work through it. You have to grieve the loss that it might be hitting you with. And then you just take one single step forward a one day at a time. Just one day at a time. That's it. That's all we can do. Because it's more important to live in the present moment than to stay stuck in the, the regret or the anger or the bitterness about a past situation that can't be changed. You're the only one who suffers when you stay stuck there. So instead, why not use that as a catalyst for growth and development to become the best possible version of yourself and to carry that beautiful new version of you with even more compassion and, and depth to you into your next relationships. Again, platonic, romantic, or otherwise. Because as you continue to grow, you continue to meet new humans who will mirror back to you new versions of yourself. And then you get to learn and grow from that too. And it's just this beautiful forward feed cycle. And the more compassion you can have for both yourself and for others along this journey, it's, it's not going to make it easier exactly, but it's going to make it a more fulfilling journey. And it's a lot, it, it is a lot easier in my mind, to sit in more of a, a feeling of, of love and compassion for other humans than to sit in like anger and hate. Like I'll hear people say sometimes that that, that can be the easier choice to kind of, you know, just be angry at everybody and, and all of that. And, and that it's, it's much harder to choose compassion. And I do agree to a point because to cultivate that compassion, it means putting aside the ego and really creating this, this deeper sense of understanding. And, and that can be hard because yeah, we, we want to be able to point fingers, right? Like it's easier to just point fingers rather than going within. 
But I would also argue that there comes a point where it's actually a lot harder to stay in that, that anger and, and that, that rage. And I'm not talking like good, clean, healthy anger. That is very, very healthy. That's powerful. That's human. But I'm talking the anger that you allow to just eat you from the inside out. It just simmers in you all the time and, and you can feel it just below the surface in a way where it negatively impacts you and your relationships. That's what I'm talking about with, with this type of anger is very healthy to be anger, to be angry sometimes. And there are, there's too much of our culture that has shoved that down, that we've been told that is unacceptable, especially for women, but in general for, for the, uh, for the masculine as well, we have really been told to push down the anger and anger can be a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Absolutely beautiful. And it really indicates to us maybe where our boundaries are being crossed or maybe where there's something that we need to dig into more within ourselves. But when we tip into the unhealthy version of anger, where it's eating us alive all the time, and it's, it's really negatively impacting our lives, that is much harder to me to continue to sit in day after day after day than to start to view things more with compassion. And what I've noticed is that this is almost a practice. So when you start to view things and view situations and people with this lens of compassion, you can potentially feel a little bit weird at first. And, you know, we don't want to go too far into like the, the justification side of things. But when it becomes a practice, it actually does start to get a little bit easier because you are starting to change the way that you look at the world. And the more you practice that, the easier and more automatic it becomes. I'm not saying it's easy, but it does become a little bit easier to start to view certain situations with that, that lens of empathy and compassion and to be able to change how you see the world and the stories that you tell yourself. So it's all about how you want to progress and move forward. So I hope that this has helped. I hope that this has given you something to think about, especially if there is somebody or a particular situation happening in your life where you could benefit from having to bring a little bit more compassion into the equation. And it's tough. It is tough sometimes because yeah, it's, it's easier at times to just point a finger, but I want you to think about this. Let me know how this lands. And don't forget as well that I also offer uh, both six month coaching containers as well as individual sessions. So I've started doing that for anyone who wasn't um, quite ready maybe or didn't necessarily need the full six months. A lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people tell me that that is their preference, but I wanted to have something else available. So if you just want almost like a, almost like a tune up um, in terms of anything related to compassion and your relationship with others, um, maybe some insecurities that you're dealing with both within yourself and you're seeing them play out in your relationships, communication, these types of things, let me know. Um, all the information is in the show notes and we can have a chat. So pop over there or send me a message over on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach. Um, you can also email me at info at emilygoffcoaching.com and I would love to connect with you. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.